It's kind of crazy though, cause I haven't really talked about the um, Corona situation. Can you, you, can you, you roll up, to? please? I'm about to. Baby, I am doodling. I'm about to right now. I'm doodling, buddy. Oh man, you and your damn doodling. But yeah, it's um, I keep saying everyone say quarantine. You know what I mean? I'm wondering like where they're getting that from. Like, who is telling them we're about to be quarantined? I think it's the black people just making humor out of the fact that we're... (laughs) No, but people are really saying it, like... Oh, we're about to be in a quarantine next week. Like, where are you getting these facts? Who told you? And it's always somebody's cousin that worked for the government. Right, nobody... Why is your cousin... All these people don't work for the government at this point. And even if they did, your cousins don't like y'all. They not giving y'all government (laughs) secrets. (laughs) Tell us about Area 51 then, since now your cousin giving you all the government secrets all of a sudden. And we've been going through bullshit our whole lives, and they ain't never gave no secrets. Now they give you all the secrets. (laughs) Corona's is so attractive now for the cousin to fucking fuck this job. Hey, nigga. Yeah, we giving niggas corona in coronas, bruh. It's crazy, ain't it? Yeah. Niggas getting getting sick, man. The limes is tainted too, bruh. Some autumn margarita days, autumn taco Tuesdays. Corona. Now y'all sick. <laughs> that's what y'all get. <laughs> and that's why the Mexicans and the blacks ain't getting sick. Because it's one time for them. Y'all trying to steal their shit. So now, boom, now y'all sick. <laughs> Got that Stealing ass. all our shit. China over there with, with KFC and McDonald's and shit. Just stealing our shit. Acting like it's theirs. Y'all ain't never seen no chicken fry like this. Y'all, y'all don't even have the utensils to fry. Hey, you can't fry chicken like that in a wok, baby. In a what? In a wok. The little... Baby, <laughs> the what they do to fry rice. So they ain't never seen no fried chicken like this. You're aggravating as fuck. I go in every white neighborhood in this city. All the Mexican spots is filled with white people. Like, the traditional Mexican restaurants, what only white watch? people fucking eating there. Watching and it's, they were like, if you see Italians in an Italian restaurant, oh, yeah, ugly, or delicious. Chinese in a Chinese ugly, restaurant. delicious. You know it's authentic, right? Absolutely. If you see black people eating in a soul food place, that means the food good. It's the truth. You see China, real Chinamen, not these American Chinese. I mean, shout out to my American Chinese niggas, but the real Chinese people. You can, you know what I mean. If you see them eating at a Chinese place, the food's legit. If you see that shit filled with white people. Now that's why the coronavirus going around. Like Mexicans and blacks is sick of this shit. I'm, we tired. I just want to pull up to my spot, sit down, eat, have fun. You know what I mean? I'm just touch my ass. Yeah, you gonna see some ghetto shit. Yeah, you gonna see some hood shit. That comes with the meal. That comes with the ambiance. <laughs> and nigga want to eat Italian by you know by candlelight. I want to eat some soul food in the hood. Like I need the background and make the food taste better. I could taste the struggle in the food. You know what I mean? And that struggle flavor is amazing. It is. When a nigga's cooking this meal to pay the rent, oh, he gonna, he gonna razzle-dazzle this baby. <laughs> All kinds of spices. He ain't even knowing what he throwing. Just eyes closed, sprinkling shit in there. Like, yes, niggas gonna feel this. Out. You can smell it from home. Like, God, that, that nigga cooking today. Baby, turn the stove off. This nigga cooking today. Ugh, that's the best. (laughs) 
But this rant is like the epitome of why I just don't take this shit serious at all. We done lived through so many sicknesses. I was more worried about the OGT and the proficiency test than I'm worried about Corona and the flu and Ebola and Columbus. I wasn't really worried about it at all. I passed the proficiency like advanced and then the LGT, I think one part was advanced. Everything else was like accelerated. And I, and I promise you, I did not study for this. I hate science. I was actually worried about science. I seen the test and I'm, and I, you know, I'm the class. I'm the nigga that used to get kicked out of class. <laughs> I seen the test. I raised my hand, and we doing the OGT in a fucking auditorium. My school is huge, so we're doing an auditorium with some random lady. So, you know, at the time, that's all I know you as. I don't want to call you fat. I don't want to call you glasses, so I'll call you random lady. So I raised my hand. I'm like, excuse me, and her name on the board and everything, but I just got to be ignorant. You're a jackass. So I'm like, excuse me, random lady. <laughs> is this the right test? Because <laughs> I'm not ready for the science, and this is like one flower plus two flowers, how many flowers you got. I'm like, is this the test? <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, is this the test? She's like, yeah, the um, questions start off easy and then they get harder as you go. So, I, you know, I'm, I got to be a dickhead. I'm not just going to take this word for it. I got to go to the last question to see what the last question is. <laughs> the last question is some shit like, can you, if you, with, with a handful of soil, can you grow a flower in your hand? Some shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is this ain't the real test. Cause y'all been on the y'all been on the motherfucking loudspeaker for the last two months. Y'all gotta pass the OGT to graduate. This test is the most important test of your life, and this test will be so it's gonna put some hair on your nuts passing it. I'm like, damn, we gotta be ready for this bitch. No, baby, you can't have to be ready. Man, that's man, I see harder questions on like Facebook. Like when people make statuses and shit trying to riddle us, I'd be really puzzled. This fucking test. <laughs> And we in there kicking it. I finished the bitch early. I'm in there kicking it. So now, you know, class clown niggas can't be smart niggas. Because when they get done and they bored, it's going to be pop. Now they're going to distract everybody. Now y'all going to have bad scores. So me and my nigga get done. We both looking at each other like, this can't be the test. It has to be a, a joke. You know what I mean? This has to be punked. This can't be real. So we take the test. The test is over. Cool. And I'm comfortable. I'm happy. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be with all my niggas. We graduate. We about to show out. We're going to be on stage. What I'm going to do on stage is I'm going to toss the hat. I'm going to do a little dance. Like, what I'm going to I'm already graduated in my mind. It's how easy this fucking test was. We get the results. They post the results like some weird. Have you seen Degrassi? So, you know, older shows like that, cheerleading tryouts, and they post it on the wall. So, they post the results on the wall. A very strange thing to do to me. Why wouldn't y'all just give us individual shit saying, you need to come this summer and take this bitch again, or have fun in college, or working, whatever the fuck you're going to do. So, they post the shit on the wall. It's another list that has your number. You got to look up your number. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm looking up my shit. Like other people can't look up your number. Yeah. So I'm looking up my shit. You know what I mean? And they're in different places. So you got to go to one place and then I'm not about to go over here. Okay, this nigga 100. Let me go see if he passed or not. I don't give a fuck. I'm looking for mine. Got it. You know what I mean? And it just says pass or not. Like not is in red. Pass is in green. So... (laughs) I see my shit. It's a lot of knots on this list. I see my shit. Pass. Cool. I'm, you know, the shit was easy. I'm assuming it was easy for everyone. No, it was not easy for everyone. More people failed than passed. More, I mean, multiple parts. Like, 
you, I'm, you know, walking through the hallways like I'm like the grassy, like I'm about to graduate and shit, and we over here chest bumping and shit. <laughs> like, where you going to college, bro? Where you going to college, bro? <laughs> it's it's different energies in the hallway. <laughs> so then I started, we started getting to think of it. You know, people start really going nuts about how hard the test was. Parents was coming up to the school like it was a whole epidemic. And my year was the first year they started the OGT. So we was the special class that I had to take the proficiency test and the fucking OGT. We had to pass both of them to graduate because the last year they was doing the proficiency test we had to take. And it just aligned with the first year they're starting the OGT. So we had to take that. And at first they was like, if you pass the proficiency, you don't have to worry about it. But then the motherfucker who administers and shit like, no, because it's a different test. So everybody didn't take this too. My mom was pissed. (laughs) I was pissed. I went to classes for the proficiency test. Now that one, that was hard as fuck. That was like a college test. I can't relate. Really, I was the last year to take the OGT. Okay, that was like a college test. Like people was legit failing the proficiency. Like they about to stop coming to school because they can't pass this hard ass test to graduate. I passed that shit like flying. It was the same thing. I niggas gassed me up. I thought it was gonna be super hard. The shit was dumb easy. I'm really in my head looking around like, is this is this the test for real? I know all this shit. All right, boom, 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 boom. I'm done. I'm at my desk board now, drawing on the desk. I used to doodle on the fucking desk and shit and carve into the wood. I was one. I was a badass kid, especially in school. Like, I'm just a rebel. You know what I mean? Rebel children do not do well in school. You know, the military breaks them down pretty well, but school, hell no. They they're going to go. They feel like we're in a cage. Like. <laughs> I got to disrupt some shit. I got to do something. Yeah, I got to start a fire over here or something. I, I got to give y'all something to do because I'm bored. We all bored this bitch. Got to put on a show. Got to make the people laugh. <laughs> but yeah, that shit was so shocking to me. But then that was like my first real glimpse into everyone does not think how you think. Everyone does not understand and comprehend what you comprehend. Like, as much as you relate to a person and you're with them all the time, their mind does not work like yours does. And that was my first real, because I swear to God, I wasn't even trying to be funny or not even a knock to them. But I'm just like, God damn, that was easy. Like, everybody should be straight. You know what I mean? If this is the test, like, it was like the driving exam niggas try to scare me for. That shit was, I'm like breezing through. I've been driving since I was 12, bro. <laughs> I used to take the car. I know how to move this motherfucker. It's, it's just a wheel. It's easy. But God, it's it's heartbreaking when you find out niggas ain't as smart as you thought they was. And you've been having smart conversations and shit with them this whole time. These niggas ain't even been understanding. Like, nigga, why ain't you telling me I was speaking in Chinese? I would have slowed it down a little bit for your ass. Corona's just bringing that out, man. Like, a lot of these people, when this whole little distraction is over, like, I'm going to have to let you go. I'm a, ain't no two-week notice coming either. You're going to just get laid off. You know what I mean? You can even get... If somebody asks for a recommendation, like you can even give me a, a bad review, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get rid of you. A lot of niggas is showing they IQs, and I, whew, that shit is scary. But I feel like too, I feel like too, I'm at the point to where I'm trying to learn from everything that's going on, even if it doesn't affect me, because this shit does not affect me at all. So I'm trying to see if. I can still grow and learn. And I kind of feel like, like I was telling you the other day, like time has stopped. You know what I mean? Like I'm really in a position to where I can really do what I want to do. And I can start that today. Like if I'm going to be a gardener, I can start that today. I can start reading up, talking to people, shit, put some seeds in the soil. You know what I mean? If I fuck up, cool, we learning. Like we we in it now. Like, okay, now got to figure out how to do it right. 
type shit. You know what I mean? Cooking different type meals. I feel like now the world is kind of like quiet. And honestly, let's keep it a buck for if, like we're getting into the gardening shit. The times is getting better without all these motherfucking humans and people out in public and shit. The fucking nature can flourish like it's not being fucked with. You get what I'm saying? So now the animals and shit is going to be strengthening the fucking grass, the ground, the soil. Everything is going to be affected by it because people ain't out there fucking it up. Maybe niggas do need to be in their crib for like a month and then see how much the world is going to change and how greener and how fucking more better nature is going to smell and shit and feel and how clean the air is going to be. But niggas don't want to do that because it'll affect their truth, what they live by, what they believe. I have to go be in this job and be busy all the time and stressed out all the time and talking shit all the time and never happy. I have to be like that because those things get me the things that I pretend like I want and think I want. You know what I mean? But to somebody like me, I just want peace. I just want to be happy. So that can be down to a simplest form. If it's only one task I'm doing every day and that makes me happy, that's what I'm going to do. Because why would I do more? We've overexerted ourselves for how many years? We've overate for how many years? And we've seen how that negatively has affected the world. Look at diabetes. Look at people dying from jobs, dying at their job. That's sad. To live, a, Some people live past 100. That means you can have a whole life of meaning of things that you can do something. And you die working at a job that you spent too much time at. That never was going to pay you what you were worth. And the niggas who made the real money at the job did way less work than you did. There's no honor in that. I know people think, oh, well, working hard is... What's the reward in that? We don't talk about and remember anyone because they worked hard two generations ago. We don't talk about great-great-grandpappy because he worked hard. We talk about the ones who was Tuskegee Airmen. We talk about the ones who was civil rights activists. We talk about the ones who were Black Panthers. You know what I mean? We talk about the ones who chose to do something with their life, chose to make a difference and affect other people and not just themselves. A job affects you and that's it. We don't need all this extravagant shit we have. That's a luxury. But people look at it as a necessity so they feel like their job is meaningful. It's not. If you're preparing the food and you out here healing babies, absolutely. We gonna need that shit even when technology ain't here. And not even trying to send a knock at them, but we don't need shit like Amazon. That's a luxury. And it's awesome to have it. And we'll use it because it's awesome to have it. And I work hard to have luxuries. So, yeah, I'm going to use Amazon. But that's a luxury. That's not a necessity. That's not a need. Yes, it gives people jobs. But it also puts them right into that fucking hamster wheel of the world, of society. Everybody feel like they're moving, but they're on a treadmill. You're not really going nowhere. Even when you get a better car, bigger house, you're still in the same situation you was in in your last neighborhood. Where you live and where you stay and what you drive ain't going to show us what type, what your character is and what type of person you are. There's shitty people who got hella money. There's good people who got hella money. That money is not the, the common denominator. The common denominator is the person. I'm different because I'm different. How much money I make does not equate to how good of a person I am. And people get lost in that sometimes because they feel so shitty when they don't have money. So they don't want the money to make them happy. They just don't want to be broken shitty anymore, which I understand. You know what I mean? But that's why I don't even hold money to a value. Money is a tool. Money's not a necessity because money wasn't always around. And people existed and got us to this point before money was a thing. I feel like people started to care about money and create money so they can have something that they're good at. You know what I mean? They can have something there. I have more of this than everybody else because everyone else has natural gifts, natural talents. This person's poetic. This person's athletic. This person can dance. And people are envious of that shit. 
Because who wouldn't want that? Who now, wouldn't want to be the dancer? Who wouldn't want to be the poet? Who wouldn't want to be the singer? Necessity. Who wouldn't want to be the painter? You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit that I feel like people really want. And they need to go after that thing. I love that people are really bringing marketing like crocheting and shit like that. That, that wasn't a thing for me five, six years ago. I was, I didn't, I rarely met a woman who was like, yeah, I crochet. I know hella people who do that shit now. And they advertise it. They broadcast it. That's a step backwards. That's like someone, that's like the people who do cakes now going back and doing it old school, the longer way, the more authentic way, the harder way. That's taking a step backwards. That shit is exciting for me. Because in a world to where it seems like everyone's trying to move for the easy way, there's some people who is like, I'm, I'm going to be a farmer still. I think it's considered, it will be considered a step forward. Not well, I mean backwards back. as far as like yeah. technology. In life, yeah. You're taking, you're less technology. When you do shit by hand, I don't need my phone and my computer to do all that. Yeah, I need it to get it out to y'all and to market it, but I can have somebody else do that. I could just sit here and work my hands all day, whoop, work my hands all day, whoop. That's how the newer generational, even restaurants and shit work. You know what I mean? The old heads are usually the ones in the kitchen still doing the same tasks they did their whole lives. The younger ones are the ones on the computer marketing the business, coming up with logos, coming up with commercials, coming up with flyers. You know what I mean? So to me, they're moving away. They're moving off the grid, like away from society. You can't just look online and see what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You would have to come over my house and see me like back in the day to know what's going on. That's why everyone's like, oh, I don't get why the world's just in your business. Because you're putting your business out to the world. We wouldn't know your business if you didn't put it out there. How can you be mad now that people are gossiping about you? You allowed, by either having somebody around with a big mouth or you having a big mouth, you allowed someone to put your business out there. So you can't be mad that it's in the world. Like, everything has two sides. As much as y'all love the internet, the internet can also be toxic as fuck. It depends on how you use it. But that's with anything. That's with money. That's with love. That's with trust. That's with loyalty. Anything can be abused if you choose to abuse it. So I hate that people try to make the internet the problem. They make movies the problem. They make music the problem. They make these celebrities need to be role models. No, they don't. Y'all put them on that pedestal. A lot of them just wanted the money from that gig. They don't give a fuck about the fame. That's why they be ducking y'all niggas. <laughs> So now y'all expect celebrities to be these certain type of fucking people. Why? Because you're not that type of person. You, you expect a celebrity to be a role model to your kid before yourself. How fucking dumb is that? And get mad at Cardi B because Cardi B's being Cardi B, the only Cardi B we've ever known her to fucking be. And now you're mad that she's that way because you put her on a pedestal. That shit don't make no fucking sense. And every one of them motherfuckers who grew up young, who was already in the camera, got away from that bitch. Hello, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be your little puppets for y'all to be like, oh, well, they need to be perfect because they make money and they're a good actor. But I don't need to be perfect. And I just had these little motherfuckers. They watch y'all all day. Shit, me and them don't talk. So y'all need to be good parents to them. Like, what? <laughs> and then that is how I arrive at the notion like i need to get away from social media like i understand i need it right now to build what i'm trying to build it's the same as money if i get to a point to where the money is just everything's paying for itself is constantly flowing and generating and i have a person a lawyer attorney whoever who takes care of that shit i will not worry about that shit you know what i mean and i get the comfortability that you would have to have with that person i get why how attorneys be stealing niggas money because they're at the point to where i don't even want to care about this I created the business. The business makes the money. The money goes in this account. You the attorney. You press the button to pay this motherfucker. They pay. Everybody's attorney. happy. Yeah. 
Everybody's happy. I don't have to worry about the money. I can live my life. You know what I mean? And that's the position that I want to be in. I worry about these things not because I have to, because I'm still building. We're still getting to that point, and we're going to get to that fucking point. Yeah, I think I've used this. I've used this time that everybody's kind of shut off from the world to figure out what exactly where I'm going. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And what I want to do, and how I want to get there. Mm-hmm. So in that same space of not wanting to worry about it i i'm in a place where i'm really comfortable just stepping away like like i was telling you the other day like work i want to work on a compost bin i want to work on actually gardening i want to you know what i mean and all this changes that they told me i couldn't go outside mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i'm tapping into the things that i really want to do and can do because I don't have nowhere to be. Mm-hmm. They told me I don't got to go to work no more. So guess where I'm not going? I'm not spending that, that 30 hours a week at work. Mm-hmm. So I think this whole <laughs> epidemic thing is... What has changed? You know what I mean? Can people truly say things that as, as much... And, and aside from them fucking with your paychecks and them... Aside from that, can people really say their lives have changed for the worse or for the better? Because honest to God, I'm looking on my timeline... And I'm such a, I'm so at peace. I'm looking at my timeline. A lot of people are at peace. And the ones who are the flies at the barbecue are still nagging and you know what I mean? But more people are like, oh, I got to spend time with my kids today. Mm -hmm. Like, I miss this. More people are like, damn, like, it feels so good to still be getting paid at least something. But I get to see my kids more. You know what I mean? Like, that shit, people are seeing what's more important or realizing because they get to take a break from their life. You don't have to stress and worry about being at work on a time and doing this and doing that. You can wake up and just go through your day, enjoy your family, do what you got to do. And now I hope that changes people's minds to how they live. And it makes them fight harder in work and smarter in work. Yes, we can fight hard. That's awesome. But y'all aren't fighting smart. Y'all aren't creating an environment to where that money is making its own money. And it's always coming in. And now you get to do what you want. Because the only reason you go to work is for the money. We can pretend it's for the friendships. A lot of y'all don't like each other. We can pretend it's for structure. I don't I don't know why. You know what I mean? But niggas go to work to get money. So if you can figure out another way to get money, you don't have to go to work. Seems simple enough. You know what I mean? Logically. But then it comes execution. Like, then the execution part is what people lack. Because y'all don't really have lifelike execution at work. Your work execution is no different than how we executed in school. Y'all niggas got 5.0s and then we got in the real world and now none of that shit matters. And y'all niggas was going to school, which is a great thing. You pushed yourself as a great accomplishment. But people was going to school, was getting PhDs and couldn't get jobs. So all that execution you did in school, how they made you feel, how great it was, all the awards, all the accolades meant nothing. And now we're getting into work and they're doing the same shit to y'all. Ooh, happy one year anniversary and you get a little fucking paper saying happy one year anniversary and maybe they give you a sucker or something. I worked at Chase. There was niggas there for 19 years. They brought him a cupcake. How much money have I made for you in 19 years? How much shit have I done for you in 19 years? You gave me a cupcake. I ain't even get 19 candles. I got a cupcake. (laughs) So how valuable is that? You know what I mean? I get it. Like work is cool, but it don't make sense. If you look at 
some of the top six, I mean, if you look at some of the most common six-figure earner jobs in America, like dentists, doctors, you know, lawyers, shit like that, they live, most, majority of them live paycheck to paycheck, just like people who aren't making over six figures live. It's not like, niggas be thinking they be got like 70K in the bank. Nigga, their bank account looks just like yours, maybe worse, because they make more money than you. So people are more, more exactly, people are more willing to give them credit. They can go in the credit, they can go in the store and say they make six figures. They're getting a Macy card, they're getting a JCPenney card, they're getting a GameStop card, they can get a Best Bike. Ain't nobody going to turn them away. If you don't make that much money and your credit's bad, they're going to turn you away. So think about it. They probably owe more people money than you do. I be hearing that all the time. Like, people's student loans, 200. I'm like, shoot, mine's is 30. That's cool. You know what I mean? But I couldn't imagine it being 200. <laughs> Me owing student loans, 200,000. That's slow.